Blog Talk Radio. This is Darkwing Duck, the Mallard of Might, and you're listening to the Dennis Daniels Show. Let's get dangerous. Previously on the Dennis Daniels Show. You know what, Karen? I'm going to tell this to you right now. I don't think Suigento's that tough. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Who, who, who is even intimidated by a worthless, meaningless, insignificant pile of junk. A pile of junk? Is that what you called me? I am not a pile of junk. And I will show it to you. You will be very sorry for what you say, Mr. Daniels. Because you know what? You might think I'm broken, but you will be broken soon. (laughs) Karen, are you cold? I just felt this chill go down my body. Ooh. Yeah, you, um, I would close your your windows tonight. Yeah, yeah, I, I see. It's a black feather. She's following me. From Daniel Studios in Cincinnati, Ohio, it's the Dennis Daniel Show. And now here's your host. He is Cincinnati's next big radio personality. Mr. Dennis like this isn't my choice. I look like freaking Beethoven in this outfit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, you have tuned into Blog Talk Radio's hottest talk show, The Dennis Daniels Show. And as always, it's me, it's me, it's the good old Double D, and your host. You know what? I don't even know if I'm the host anymore. It just seems as of late I've lost control of my own creation. Uh, uh, Dennis Daniel, by the way. It, It just seems like everything is going down the toilet. Everything I've, I've worked so hard for to, to build an establishment, an empire in the world of internet radio, and it's going to pieces. So we started celebrating five years of the Dennis Daniels show, because we've been on the air for five years. And I thought it'd be great to have some guests back. And of course, I have none other than Karen Strassman, who, you know, tore it up on our last episode. Well, I didn't know that it would come back to bite me in the butt because apparently, you know, 
and this is and you can take this as face value, you know, I'm telling you the truth. I had no idea poison would cut off Bell Dandy. I swear I would never let something like that happen to Bell Dandy. Well, because of that, she's now stormed off and I can't find her anywhere. So she also, besides doing the announcing, she also does the care for the guests that we have on the show. And it's just it's it's been going terrible. I have this I'm having this guest tonight, and by the way, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Make yourself comfortable. I'm just trying to do my best here. Well anyway, our first guest tonight, I think, is, you know, very talented, the lovely and talented voice actress, uh, Mayla Lee, who uh, many know best as, you know, one of my hopeful guests tonight, Shinku from the classic anime Rose and Maiden. Well, you know, like I said, Bell Dandy helps us with the guests, you know, make sure they're comfortable, make sure they've got everything they need, chips, drinks, snacks, you know. Well, apparently, I didn't realize how much of a hassle it's been for her with the guests, because I had to put up with, I think, you know, the guest from hell in Shinku because she came with this scroll list of demands and we've had to adjust everything in the studio just to accommodate her. She didn't like the bottle of tea we had. So I had to go out to uh, five different whole food markets, by the way, to find this expensive tea. Who in the world pays $75 for a box of tea? And that wasn't enough. Apparently, she didn't like the doilies that we had out for the tea. You know, she wanted these kunkun doilies. I have no idea. So I had to go to five different party cities to find them. $100. It was like some kind of limited edition. So I, I do that. She comes back. She doesn't like the decor of the studio. Apparently, the championship belt and the sign Mr. Sacco are kind of, you know, unclassy, uncivilized. So we took them down. And then she didn't like the way I dressed. Apparently, a black suit isn't what she calls, you know, classical. So I had to run to ten different costume shops, find this stupid, goofy gimmick I'm wearing. I, I, I've got a powdered wig on my head for... I have no Why do I have this? All of this, and I'll tell you why. Because apparently, when we had Karen on the show, I said something I shouldn't have... And I ended up getting cursed by Sui Gento, who, much like Shinku, is a rose in Miskinol. So now I've got to figure out a way to get this curse off of me. It's been terrible. I've had windows shatter in front of me. Black feathers are covering the studio. I've spent at least two grand on, on removal of those feathers. So hopefully all of this will be worth it to get this curse lifted off to me because I think Bell Dandy ditching me might have something to do to tie in with this. But anyway, enough about my personal problems. Let's get back to Mayla Lee. Now, Mayla Lee is a very talented voice actress, and not only a talented voice actress, but one heck of a musician. And, of course, we're going to be talking about her musical contributions to the world of the Internet a little bit later on in the program. But right now, take a quick listen to a little demo reel of some of Mayla's incredible work. June, it is too early for such an outburst. Whatever. Don't know what the point is with all your lecturing anyway. Disciplining the servants is an important duty for a lady. Pay attention, Nina Ichigo. As my servant, you must not come any closer to me than this. You will answer me with a yes. Not an ooh, a yes. Come now, time for breakfast. You will use this to open doors for me. Huh? <gasps> Pay 
attention your foot has encroached on my space. That is unacceptable. Honestly, whose room do you think this is? I'm not going to let you marry my dad. Huh? If you guys want to date, that's fine. But I'm not going to let you marry him. That's a promise. <laughs> I thought you might be somewhat reticent about it. But I didn't think you'd be so blunt as to reject it outright. You knew from the beginning that I wasn't going to support this? How did you know? Well, it was pretty obvious. Every time the two of our eyes met, you ran away immediately. Just out of curiosity, would you mind telling me what it is you don't like about me? I hate everything about you. Your clothes, your makeup, even your smell. Well, that works out well, because I hate you, too. I guess that makes us even, doesn't it, you snot-nosed little brat? <laughs> Don't mess with me, kid. I promise you'll regret it. Don't ever step foot in my house again. And as far as the marriage goes, it's never gonna happen. Archer, have you been able to detect the presence of other servants? Must I remind you of my class? I'm sorry, but I don't have the power to detect enemies far off in the distance. That's right. It's only the caster class who has the ability to detect enemies long before they approach. Come on. Let's find out for ourselves what's going on out there. So, what do you think of the view? Pretty amazing, isn't it? You're right, it's a great spot. If we'd come here first, we could have completely avoided our trip through the city. But all you can see from up here is the city's layout. You can't get a sense of Fuyuki City unless you experience those places in person. If I offended you, I apologize. But at the same time, I can't have you gaping in awe at every extraordinary thing that's about to happen in this city. I've been ready for this day to come for ten years now. I'm relieved to hear you say that, Rin. So as you can see, Mela, I think, is, you know, one incredible actress. You know, even if she's not the biggest fish in the anime pond, she's certainly got some incredible talent. And, of course, with now entering in the world of music, I think that's just going to push this envelope even further. Who knows? Might bring some anime fans into the world of music or vice versa. Well, whatever happens, I think it's going to be one incredible ride. Well, anyway, let's get right into this. I am excited. Let's, you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, been pretty bad, but I think with all the crap I put up with today with Shinku, I think today we will, I think today will be a day that I can look back with a smile. My guest at this time is a very talented voice actress who many know best as Shinku from the Rosen Maiden trilogy, uh, Reina Reugu from When They Cry, because we didn't forget. That's going to be something we're going to have a lot of fun talking about. Yeah, who doesn't love talking about blood and gore and little kids killing people? It's the American dream, people. And Rin Tokisaka from the Fate Stay series. So, oh, and don't forget... Her new song, Odds and Ends, from the incredible hit music group Magnolia Memoir, is now available on YouTube. But trust me, you want to listen to them and not their cover band, Dandelion Diary. Just no good. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, give it up for the one, the only, Miss Mela Lee. <laughs> Thank you, and welcome to the Dennis Daniel Show. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for being on. I'll tell you what. 
I, you don't gotta look any further than that demo reel to see, you know, why you're just not the cat's pajamas, the cat's meow, <laughs> the, the the hoot nanny, the whole effing show, and, and all that other stuff that I can't think off the top of my head. But I, I've wanted to have you on for a while now because you play, I think, some very unique characters in anime, and not only that, but you've also got a music videos we gotta talk about on the interwebs. <laughs> but of course, we talk about you. that. Oh, yes, yes. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Hang on, hang on wait, 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 one second. Stupid black feather. Things, things are everywhere around here. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program. So what got you interested in acting? Well, I think it'd be voice acting. Um, I never thought I'd be in Hollywood or be an actress and um, was told I had a good voice and took a class and got discovered and did a little bit of anime for a few years while I was a banker. And... Um, then I lost my job because there was a banking problem a few years back. Um, everybody was getting laid off. And um, I started doing more anime. And shortly thereafter, I um, was hired as Yuki Cross in Vampire Night and um, started to just make my complete living as a voice actress and as a music composer. So what you're saying is that while you are a banker, you cashed in on being a voice actress, and that became your greatest asset. I, I did. I was lucky enough to have a few jobs. I didn't live on it, but once I needed to, I... Did you see the, the string of bank puns? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a trombone, so... Cause he was a, but no, that, that sounds really cool that, you know, you know, starting off as a banker, then you, again, taking some classes, and... Boom! Now you're uh, now you're doing what you what you what you like to do instead of just sitting there going, "Would you like?" And you're going, "No, ma'am, I can't take that entire coin collection in pennies." <laughs> oh, anyway. I was actually a mortgage banker, more into oh. finance. Than oh, just It'd be a lot of pennies if they bought a house with it. Oh yes, but yes. yes. Uh, oh, but I, I, now I do have some I have some some bit some experience with mortgages and and it's. Oh, it's when you have that little old lady who's you know on the verge of losing everything, and you gotta be the one to break the bad news to her. It's mm. that, that 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 tears at your heart. Uh, of course, hopefully, you never had to do anything like that. Oh, I think everybody, um, when you're losing your house or, or need to refinance it, is sort of in that bind. You have to be very understanding. Before I was a banker, I did disaster relief, um, and it ironically is very similar. Um, people find themselves in unusual situations, and you have to help them out. And this interview just got really sad all of a sudden. Oh. <laughs> we can have sad interviews? No, no, we cannot have sad interviews. So, so let's. Uh, and we won't talk about banking. <laughs> no, we will not talk about banking. Unless it's banking on this going to be an awesome episode of the Dennis Daniels Show here on blogtalkradio.com with awesome voice actress Mayla Lee, who plays not only Shinku and Rosa Maine, but also has an incredible band named Magnolia Memoir and their hit song, Odds and Ends. The music video just got uploaded to Vimo, or Vivo on YouTube, so mm-hmm. check it out after the show. Great tangent right there. That's a, that's a great we really took a bad thing, we made a good thing. Awesome. So, of course, um, one of your uh, first known roles was Yuki Cross in the very popular Vampire Night and Vampire Night Guilty. So, yes. were you talented? Guilty as charged. So, uh, what was it like working on that series, and what did you think of your character? Oh, I was so honored. I was, I was really excited, of course. It was my first um, role that resonated so 
so universally worldwide. Um, as you've mentioned, Shinku is one of your favorite parts. It's actually one of mine. I love that story. Um, Vampire Night was a little different because it had such a huge fan base already. And to to do Yuki Cross was wonderful to go from being a young teenager to coming into her own as a woman. I hadn't had that opportunity with a character yet. And it also helps to have a gun. I was kind of badass. Yes, it was kind of badass. Uh, you, you know, you, you can never question the badassery of a of a girl with a gun, a schoolgirl with a gun. Yeah, it, but it's a, it's a staggering the uh, the mortality rate of schoolgirls in anime with guns. That's quite a staggering number. Oh, who's taking the sad turn now? <laughs> oh, hey, I. You <laughs> no, you keep me laughing. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. So yes, um. So, Vampire Night, now, I've never seen the series personally, but like you said, it, it's got some kind of giganto following of awesomeness. And, you know, you have a, you, you know, and it's, of course, you know, despite only being 13 episodes, it obviously has something in it that does something that make it very popular with the audience. And, again, well, you haven't got to look any further than the, than the cast that was in that. You've got Laura Bailey, you've got Travis Willingham, mm-hmm. uh, you got Vic Mignogna, who's our, our bro, you got Wendy Lee, you got Ethan Murray, you got Mila Lee. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, I mean, how could you not like a show with such talented cast like that? It was pretty amazing. And, and just to get to do a few conventions, and um, we opened San Diego Comic Con together as a, as a cast, um, Ethan and Vic Mignon and I, and it was really exciting. Oh yes. Well, Comic Con that's like the that's like the World Series of conventions. So to be there, that was yes. my, one of my first conventions, actually. So. Oh wow! So I went so, big. We went so big. no pressure, no pressure at all. <laughs> I'm going to assume there was intense amounts of pressure. Um, Vic and Ethan were really sweet. They kind of walked me through it all, and and I think that's what's great about having co-stars is that you're not. You're not in an anime alone. You're not in a production alone. And there's a team there. And, and they hundreds of conventions, so they kept me calm and laughing, just like you do. Oh, well, I don't know if I keep people laughing. That normally turns to disgust. So uh, one <laughs> second, Mayla. Hey, Mayla, just give me one second. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, sorry, that got pulled over by an officer. It's more of. Wait for it. Dramatic pause. Sui Gento's curse. As I say, just sorry, just trying to distract from the distraction. So, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The cop was my brother. So, <laughs> well, anyway, let's talk about this character. You know that I think you're best known for, and is the bane of my existence. Just because uh, I've had, I've had, you know, I've had some, I've had quite some characters on my show, but I think this one takes the cake. Your best known character is Shinku from the Rose Maiden series, and mm-hmm. that includes the original Rose Maiden, the Rosen Maiden Trumund, or Trumund, mm-hmm. and uh, Rosen Maiden Obita. So tell us, what is it like playing Shinku, and what did you think of her character? I adored her. Um, I I was a latchkey kid, so I love the story. Um, June being left alone and and uh, these unexpected friends, but 
I, I love that she's ultimately about family and, and would rather have the sisters together than, than go to the end. And I was an only child, so I really love the theme of family. And um, I thought she was just adorable. I, I have the... the uh, the doll, and, and I've always, my mother loved it. I think that's one of those things that resonates with your whole family. She's just beautifully drawn and beautifully executed. Yes, I, I think, I think, you know, I, you know, you, got, you know, as much as, as a lot of the guys will go, oh boy, another girl whooping a boy around an anime pass. <laughs> you got to look at the storyline. This is a lot different from your typical boy meets girl anime because it's a boy meets girl doll anime. But right. you know you've got you've got such a classical story. You've got classical music. It, it, it's it's like you know like a 17th century meets modern day. And and of course the dolls you know they're these these entities of pure power and magic. Mm. And and of course Shinku is I guess I guess be the I guess be the protagonist of the story. She's trying to yeah. bring all the other dolls together instead of fight them to, and compete in the Alice game. And because uh, and I may just be it may be a while since I've seen this, but I know that once you fight, once you beat a doll, you can take their Rosen Mystica, and then they turn yeah. into a doll that can either talk or move. And what kind of life is that? Terrible. It's a terrible. Terrible. Fight. You know, but Shinku doesn't want to fight. She wants to bring the other dolls together. She wants to bring right. Hana Ichigo, Sui Seiseki, So Seiseki, and yes, for some reason, even Sui Ginto together as a family. And I, I think, you know, I, I really was impressed with the, you know, the, 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 the dramatic turns that this series took. Uh, in the last episode of the first series, when, you know, mm -hmm. when Shiku is beating Sui Ginto and, and her dress is just coming Unraveled, you see all the different parts, you know, that how she's yeah. incomplete, how she's, how she's broken. And, and again, i got to give it to Karen Strassman for doing an incredible job at Sui Gento. Not yeah. taking it away from you, but I, she just no, had that no. raw energy and that passion, you know. She just brought that to the table. And I, I, at the end, I felt so bad for her. Well, I just think that instead of it always being who's the bad guy, who's the good guy, um, it showed us that, that the reasons um, behind the actions. And uh, I think you even see that theme about being broken and being loved and, and kind of our, our misconception that we can't be loved if we're broken. And as much as June and, and Shinku seem like they didn't need each other, of course they did. And one of my favorite um, scenes is when he puts her back together again because she, she, the first time she realizes that she wasn't perfect. But we find out she's still the hero. And I love that, to be reminded that you can make mistakes and be broken and still be the hero. Yes, it's a, and they all come together and live happily ever after at the end. Well, I, I, I hope so. I don't know. I don't know about that Bara Sui show. I don't know about her. She's, she's got an eye patch. That's kind of creepy. It's, it's, she's like a she's like a dolly pirate, but she's not. And I, I like I how Sosei Seki is dressed, you know, like a guy, but it's not. It, mm. but, uh, and 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 Sui Se Seki, and we had um we had Rebecca Forstead on in 2011, and we just oh we told her we just I could not stand Sui Se Seki. She was just <laughs> such a little brat. Just, now I know you're you're a fine young gentleman. Do you collect the pull-up dolls or any of the um, figures? 
<laughs> no. No. Come on, Nayla. You really think I want to? You think I want a nagging doll telling me what to do in here? If I wanted something to nag at me and tell me what to do here and there, I'd get a girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> okay. We here at the Dennis Daniels Show, our opinions and beliefs do not necessarily reflect those of Mayla Lee, Anime Altogether, and Blog Talk Radio. Those are the opinions of this jackass. Uh, you know, that curse has affected me more mentally than than physically. But um, oh, anyway, uh, yes, I know. I know it's been it's been terrible. Black feathers everywhere. My announcer left me. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's been one big sob story. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. We gotta we'll, we'll we'll hopefully be able to put this curse to bed a little bit later on in the program. But so of course you know Rose and Maiden. If you guys have not seen it yet, please head over to Amazon and pick a copy up. Please do not yeah. pirate it. It's not it's not cool. And we haven't talked about this in a while, but piracy has taken another rise in the United States. And I know that a lot of big shows are getting ready to come out right now. I mean, you've got the Attack on Titan people. They're getting ready to, to, to release it in English, and, it's, and they're going to be punching Titans left and right, and boo, 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 boo. But, you know, no one – these people work very hard on this show. So why would you want to take away from, take away from the awesomeness that is anime and make it dirty, but with your dirty – Dirty pirated movie. That's sick. And it, it, without it, Mela here can't do more anime and be awesome. And right. If you guys buy it, even if it's three ninety nine or nine ninety nine, whatever the price point is, it allows us to do more. I mean, so if you, you if you don't support buy, the anime, more, if, yeah. If you don't buy the anime and support the industry, Mela may have to go back to being a banker. <laughs> We gotta emphasize that. That, that, that emphasizes it. So anyway, if you guys want the complete Rose and Maiden collection, twenty nine dollars on Amazon, thirty bucks. That's ten dollars per series. You get twelve episodes. Well, actually, you get tw- twenty four episodes and two OVAs. So you, that's like okay, that's like twenty six divided by. It looks like almost a dollar an episode. So you know, and you get the very nice, you know. Box that comes in and 24 episodes, two movies. It's got Shinku on the cover, five DVDs. Hey, it'd be too good a deal not to pass up. Yes, we like plugging everything on here as, as much as we can. Oh, and they even they even have a cute little Shinku Ninjaroid figure for 47, and she's got a little teapot and cup, and it's she's got a little doll case, and she's so adorable. And she has a head that with her eyes closed. So, ooh, it's so cute. Get it together, get it together. Get You're a man, damn it. You're not supposed to like this crap. <laughs> Darn it, man. See, see, see. I, you're, this is actually, actually, you're actually the third Rosen, Rosen Maiden voice actor we've had on the show. These dolls are getting to me, man. Action figures, think action. Figures. I bet. Well, anyway, you know. Okay, enough about enough about me being, you know. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's talk about another anime that I think, you know, it's like when you see this, you, you can't help but go, what the hell? And it's, I think, one of your most you know, sinister roles. And I, I, that, that sounds crazy, but it's the truth. Another role you're very known for is, um, is a re- reun- or, uh, 
now I'm having a, I'm having a brain fart there. It's uh, Rina Ryugu in When They Cry. And, you know, this was one of those animes that you got to, you know, take a watch again because you could not believe half the stuff that, that happened to this. And you play uh, Rina. So uh, what was it like working on that series, and, and what did you think of your character? Well, I got to work with Christy Reed. Um, and I love her as a director. She's just fantastic. Um, but I was over at Warner Brothers, and they asked me to come audition for something and um, asked me to do a scene about Razor Blades and Pie. And um, it got really dark, and then... They left me in the sound booth for a second and were talking. I could see them through the glass. And they said, well, you have a part. I said, what, huh? And uh, I said, great. Uh, I guess we'll make a schedule. And they said, no, no, you're going to start in the next 15 minutes. Can you go take a break and grab some tea? And um, let's go. So I started the same day. And uh, I, I remember how adorable she was for the first part of the episode. And I thought, why did they ask me to do this? I thought maybe someone like Sandy Fox or some really squeaky cute person would be better for it. But then she got dark. I wouldn't do that if I were you. So I thought, okay, I'm going to kick ass on this one. <laughs> wow. And it was That's great. Just, it, just, it was great <laughs> to be a little demented. A little Mela, that's that's an understatement. That's, that's like a saying a tornado demented? is a little, yeah, a little demented. That's like saying a tornado is a little wind. <laughs> she someone to death with a pipe. She Oops. she cut a she cut a guy's skull in half with a cleaver. Yeah, <laughs> and, sm- and smiled like it was nothing. Well, sometimes we have tempers, you know. Wow, I thought I had bad days. But, you know, I, and I want to talk about this for another minute. And, you know, mm-hmm. when they cry, I think, you know, it. yes, it is one of those animes that make you say, what the duck? But yeah. it's one of those animes that, you know, it, it, it's intriguing in a way. You know, you see what happens when, you know, a small city... You know, when we see the deepest, darkest fears in mankind, in Rena's case, it was losing her father to, to, mm-hmm. some, to some gigolo or some gold digger. And, you know, she didn't want to do that. She didn't want to lose her father. She lost her, her mom to divorce. She didn't want to, you know, lose her father again. So she, I, I, can, I guess I can defend it. I think it was a little over the top and killing the guy. That was not cool. But, you know, this is what happens, you know, when your town gets taken over by this evil cursed spirit and this little blue-haired girl. And if, if any of my friends, you know, are going to Japan and you see a blue-haired little girl and she's talking about murder and, and mass genocide, don't talk to her. That's <laughs> not good. Even though, even though, um, even though Reba does a fantastic job <laughs> as, as, as Maria. But it's... It's just one of those animes that you just gotta. You see it, you gotta turn the TV off. He's gotta look at. He's gotta just sit there for a moment or two, and go, "What the hell did I just watch?" Right. Uh, that's and, how and, we were when we were actually voicing it. It's that. In, it's just encompassing. You are. You can't take your eyes off the screen after you've even done your own lines. It was a pretty great piece of Pulp Fiction. It, it, it did kind of a feel of Pulp Fiction, even though we didn't 
see Rena go, you know what they all what they call a cheeseburger right in France? Royale with chilies. Okay, that's a, that's a bad joke right there. I apologize. <laughs> but, you know, and this is another thing that I think this show gets, you know, ripped on a lot for. The dubbing that many people say, you know, wasn't that good, and I'm, I'm sure you've gotten your your fair share of criticisms for, you know, playing Rena in this. You know, and they're going, oh, the dub's not as good as the sub. So do you – what do you think of this argument that the dub just wasn't as good as the original? I think it was the best dub that it could have been with the, the budget constraints and the time constraints that the directors and the actors were given, and – of course we can always do better. I think it's important that we strive to to raise the art form. I mean, back in the 90s, it was awful. And at least they're giving it a go and, and listening to the Japanese and trying to stay with the music. Um, uh, could it have been better? There's no artist that finishes a project and two or three years later thinks it couldn't have been better. Um, the fact that it got done, and, and it, at such a great cost, both Rose and Maiden and When They Cry um, got kind of stuck in the middle of of some production companies that closed. Uh, this, was, so, yeah, this was during the uh, this was during the, the during the the big shutdown, I believe a couple of, uh, yeah, about what what 2008, 2000 or 2009, 2010 this was like, you know, when yeah. when Bane Zoom was slowly unrolling out or slowly closing the door on the dummy and this is what kills me. And back to the piracy thing. Stuff like this is why it it happens because people rather download it off Torrent sites instead of buying the DVD. Yeah, it's going to be a little pricey, but it ensures that stuff like what happened to Bang Zoom doesn't happen. And we right. were talking. thriving, by the way, again. It just at that moment, and, and they're run by an amazing family, a beautiful, beautiful family, and they stuck it out and have been great proponents of of anime in Los Angeles. But it was a difficult time, and, and I think when people are saying, "Gosh, it could have been better," it also could have not been done at all. And am I proud that that at, at an extreme cost to the production companies, they they went out of the way to finish those series and not leave them undone, specifically for the fans? Yeah, you know, and and that's what kills me a lot, Mayla. You guys put your heart and your soul into doing these shows. You know, you guys, I could tell you horror stories from some of my guests about shooting their voices out. There was a girl in anime who couldn't do voice acting really much anymore because she shot her voice doing a character. Uh, you guys, you know, you guys spend extended periods in a hot booth recording it again and again and again to make sure it's perfect for the audience. And then you got Johnny Numbnuts on YouTube quoting, what the F is wrong with this dub? This is so homo. Blah, 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 blah. Ron Paul 2012. So, so, so I, I, I don't keep up with the YouTube comments. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky I'm shoveling my own negative comments out of my videos. But I think you guys don't get the credit that you guys deserve. And this even dates back to when we had Wendy Lee on the show in 2010. She, mm-hmm. was, she was getting some real, real crap-ons because some guy uploaded a God Knows from Haruki Suzumiya, and it didn't sync up with the video. And they were complaining, mm-hmm. oh, the, the, the anime is terrible. It doesn't sync up to the mouth. Don't, mouth flaps don't move to the audio. And, you know, maybe it's just the fact that there could be an uploading problem with the video itself on YouTube. So why right. in the world would you attack the voice actor and actress that makes these and when you're trying to pirate the episode? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they cry... The other side, Dennis, too, though, is that if somebody is saying terrible things, it means they really care about the series. 
So there's still a potential for someone who's leaving bad comments or, or not bad comments, just maybe negative comments. I love that they care enough to do that. If they could turn that into supporting by buying or, or, or kindly sending letters to the production company, I think that just like every other YouTube medium, there's room for constructive criticism. And we want to hear from the fans. We want them to care that much, and, and we want you guys to want a better product in the end. You know, Mel, I never thought of it like that, actually. I never, I, never, I, I always, you know, I guess I always see comments like, stupid, sucks, lame, and, and you know. Yeah, it's not constructive. What do we do with that? Yeah, right. exactly. Trust me. That's the story of my life with this show. <laughs> you know, stupid, this sucks, he's loud, Mel. That, that doesn't help. But there are No, but pe- it means they care enough to leave a comment. Yeah, well, well, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes I, I could take the ladder on that. But you got, <laughs> you, you, you do make a point. There are some shows that, you know, may not be perfect, but I think it's through hearing back from the audience and the ones that do leave constructive criticism that help you, and not only you, but other voice actors grow in their field. So that's the next yeah. show you do. Maybe you can change something different. I'm sure you've gotten plenty of, of, of times from other, uh, other people you've met at cons. You know, I, I really liked your character, but I think she could have been voiced a different way, or maybe I could have seen someone else voice her. Uh, but um, I guess when it comes to one day cry, you can just go, I've got a hatchet. Your argument's invalid. <laughs> and we had a blast. And and I think anime people don't realize that it's um, very largely a director's medium. You know, we trust our directors, and they do a great job, and it's so mathematically complicated, like a grid. Um, and to fit the American into a Japanese flap. Um, so there's some times where we, 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 we do great, and there's other times where we might miss it a little. Um, it's kind of like an Olympic athlete who's, you know, doing a, a, like a gymnastic dismount. Every now and then, you know, they wobble. It doesn't mean they're not trying or that they can't be great. But sometimes you don't get the 10. You don't get the great score. That's you solid. get the 10 in my book, Mela. Thank you. Thank you very we, much. You or too, you get Dennis. the 10 plus. Dennis and Daniel. Don't call, what? Don't you dare call me Jude. I'm nothing <laughs> like that whiny little piss ant. Oh, honestly, you love it. Admit it. Shut up, Shinku. You're not helping your case. <laughs> no, no. Well, no, I, I, no, I got some words for her at the end of the show. I got some words for her. She's going to help me out here. Well, anyway, blogtalkradio.com. This is Dennis Daniel's show. We've got Mayla Lee on the air, best known as Shinku from the Rosen Maiden trilogy. Hey, guys. Yes, and but now we got we actually got to shift our uh, talk from anime to the fancy musics. And when I saw this, I was like, you know, we got to talk about this because this is awesome. Now, aside from voice acting, you're also a very talented musician, and you're actually in the very talented group Magnolia Memoirs. And your, mm. uh, I believe your your first single, Odds and Ends, just came out on YouTube on Vivo as a music video. So, why don't you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about Magnolia Memoirs? And uh, and why they're better than their cover group, Dandelion Diaries. <laughs> Which is the first time hearing about Dandelion Diary, but um, well, uh, we, we had other ones like Rosie Records and uh, and um, hang on, I got some more. You're gonna just just um, just let, let's talk about Magnolia Memoir. Magnolia Memoir. Um, actually, my when I lost my job at the bank. Um, I kind of was really broke and, and decided to do a couple of things that I've always wanted to do before I 
really looked for a job. And my father died when I was a little girl. And I wanted to meet more of my family and learn stories about what his favorite foods were, onions and chili, and who his best friends were. And, and I just, I got a, 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 like a journal on the side of the road at, at a, a gift shop near a truck stop. It had magnolias on it. So I called it the Magnolia Memoir. And it had some great stories that made you laugh and some really sad things that I wish my mom had known. And, and um, I turned them into some songs. But ultimately, I was just going to give them to my dad's family as a gift. And the studio we were recording at, Aretha Franklin's engineer was down the hall and Bruce Springsteen's guy, and um, they, they loved it. And they walked in and, and, and set up the session much more professionally and encouraged us to finish an album. And so we got a publishing deal. And uh, next thing you know, the same year I was starting to work in anime and voiceover, I also had a publishing deal and became a professional musician. So it's been... I feel like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where I got like the last golden ticket and I'm totally ecstatic uh, to get to do what I do uh, every day. Today I went to a soundstage to work on a new series and it's really exciting. The song, that's just half of it. you got to look at this music video. Unfortunately, we can't play the music video on radio because that kind of killed the, the buzz of radio. But you, um, you know, We I, were so I, I, lucky. Yeah, I had to watch this twice. And you've got some, some great cameos in there. You've got Fred Will. You've got Patricia Heaton from Everybody Loves Raymond. How in the world did you get these people? It's actually Doris Roberts. Doris, Ro- um, Doris Roberts. From Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. yeah. Um, I- well, uh, they all are friends of either the director or Alexander Burke, my writing partner, or myself. And we wrote the song um, uh, after our, our last... Uh, we had an album that came out a couple of years ago with a record uh, label that was having some trouble, and so we got kind of shelved. And we felt like we were on a sinking ship, and when we went to Armageddon Expo in New Zealand, uh, it inspired us to start writing again, Alex and I, and we wrote Odds and Ends. About, um, it's all about the odds and ends and the pocket full of friends dancing on the decks as the ship's going down. And the funniest thing happened is after we wrote that song, all of our friends got together and started helping us. We we now have our own record label, and the, the video got put together by some friends um, through Second City, Chicago, and Will Forte and, and Doris Roberts and Fred Willard, Ioni Sky, those are all friends of ours that wanted to help out. So it was really cool um, and very inspiring. Now we have a new album coming out in the next month called Pale Fire, and Ozzy Men will be on it. Oh, well, Mela, we'd love to plug that here on the program. Just let everyone know that, you know, the incredibly talented voice actress Mela Lee is now the incredibly talented musician with her group Magnolia Memoir. So, guys, uh, stay tuned to the Dennis Daniels Show and AllTapesExplosion.com to find out uh, when this album will be available for you to download on the iTunes and the Google Plays because I don't, I don't know a man, woman, or a child alive that would not like this Oz and End song. No, no. I, I did really find the I did find the uh, the uh, the panoramic shot through the storage chamber there. There. Oh my God! <laughs> did did you guys beat the Storage Wars guys for for video footage? It's like one no, actually. Yeah, Alexander Burke, who's on Vibes, the, the red-headed guy with eyeliner. Um, his girlfriend works for the Hand Prop Room HPR, which is one of the largest privately held prop rooms for film and television. They do, like, swords for Game of Thrones and just some really cool stuff. She's a cool girlfriend. 
Um, but she arranged for us to be able to have that location, and those are rows and rows of, of props um, filled with stuff that she lends out to the movie industry every day. I gotta say, you know, very well done. It's just not only the cinematography, but just the just all the appearances. That has that must be one heck of a very long line of prop storage shelves in order to make well, that video come to life. If you watch a few more times, there are some tricks, and and there are so many treasures actually. If you keep watching it, you'll you'll see little cameos that weren't expected, and and signs and things that change. Um, and some of the stars, to be honest, in that video are the people that work at HPR. They're um, specifically set decorators and designers, and they set up those aisles 20 different times um, in one so day. We were only shooting for eight hours. So they did a great job. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I think it's great. But, guys, don't take my word for it. Uh, be, check, our, uh, check out our, our, our website, alltasteexplosion.com, after our interview goes live, and you'll see a link to the music video. And... Trust me, guys, you will not be wasting your time by checking out this awesome music video. Best four minutes of your day. Trust me. <laughs> so, of course, you know, you seem like you've got the entire thing going on, but you're also still doing some anime, and you're actually getting ready mm -hmm. to do a character in an upcoming series called Toradora, and that's coming out uh, later on this summer. And you play... Let me make sure my, my website's freezing on me. You play uh, Maya Kihara in this all-new anime. So can you tell us a little bit about Toradora? Um, well, you know, ironically, it puts me back with my director from Rosen Maiden, Alex Von David. What a coincidence. So I'm super happy. <laughs> She's a wonderful director and has such a passion for anime and for the art form and takes so much time creating it. So I really hope the fans enjoy it um, because he, I've just, I, I don't know of another director that I, I like to work with more. Well, yeah, you got, you got some really good, cool guys in here. You got Eric Kimmerer, Christina Lee, Cassandra mm -hmm. Lee Morris, Christine Marie Cabanos has been on the program. And, uh, mm -hmm. A lot of these, it was cool. Is, oh, and you've also got Karen Strassman on this show. She's doing double duty. I know. Oh, She's man. such a sweetheart. I, I adore Karen. Um, we we get to work sometimes on movies together in the same room, which is great. We laugh because we're in shows together, but we don't record at the same time for anime. So we don't ever really get to spend time together in that world. So thank goodness for film intelligence. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, th I th You know, I think you two have been, you know, I think just two of them are prolific uh, voice actors, actresses that have started going into major television. I just, it's really cool. Now, of course, alongside you know voice acting in anime and doing the music, you also do ADR work for uh, several very popular shows. And mm -hmm. that, and and some sh some of the shows have included uh, Entourage and Gilmore Girls. And you've done the ADR work. So maybe could you tell us a little bit about the uh, about the ADR work for that's something you do some yeah. work for. I owe it all to anime. Um, ADR is, is voice replacement or um, sometimes voice matching when an actress or, or an actor didn't quite get the line right due to editing or just too much noise. Um, maybe they're, they're doing a scene on the ocean and it literally is on the ocean. So you have to replace a lot of things. And when I was working at BangZoom, somebody said, hey, I've got a friend uh, who does ADR and uh, works on the Gilmore Girls, and he might be calling you. 
And I was so excited. And it was 2004. And uh, in 2005 of October, so pretty much like 16 or 17 months later, the phone rang. And he said, hey, you know, this is Joe. Did Sean tell you I was going to call? And I thought to myself, yeah, like two years ago. But I was really excited to get to drive on to Warner Brothers a lot and work on the Gilmore Girls and, and get to be a teenager and replace um work with Lorelai's voice and also when she went to, to school to Yale um, to work on that part. But that's turned into uh, a career um, where we've done everything from replace or help uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Mermaids, and the recent Pirates of the Caribbean installment um, with uh, Cindy Robinson actually was another one of those voice actresses in anime that helped out with singing and creating a soundscape. And um, we uh, just today, I'm working on a series I can't talk about. Um, for the ones that get, uh, yes, but I got to be a choking two-year-old baby, um, a, an overdose cocaine addict. I had to redo her scene where she throws coke and then she gets sick and passes out. Um, I got to sing, uh, replace a voice of a 12-year-old who's, Got an amazing voice, and she's such a great actress, but maybe not a good singer. Um, but that's where I can be adorable and, and, and help out the performance. And if we do it right, you guys never know we're there. But we get to see it all time. Yeah, we get to see all of these series. Um, I was backstage at SNL a couple of years ago because uh, we had an opportunity to write for some of their digital shorts, and they, they uh, had us backstage, and then at the after party, and there were two actors from um, uh, a Showtime series. And a girlfriend of mine was like, oh, my gosh, that's so-and-so. I just want to meet him. And I thought, oh, I know how to do it. And I walked right up to them and I said, you look great on the new series. And they went, what? You've seen it? Because they'll shoot it, and then it'll be in editing for six months to a year sometimes for a new show. So when we're doing ADR, we actually get to see the final cuts before they get premiered to the actors and the rest of the cast and crew. It's oh. really exciting. Let's keep quiet about it. But we're like, oh, my gosh, this is a great movie. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Yeah, you don't want to kiss and tell. That'd be rude. <laughs> but, yeah, right. you've gotten to work on some incredible movies, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, Warm Bodies, Olympus Has Fallen. Well, someone should pick it up then. Uh, you've, done for a, <laughs> you've done stuff for The Purge, which, by the way, Karen does some screaming in The Purge. We had a great time on that show. I guess you guys had the urge to purge. Yes, but in a very healthy way. Good, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Entourage, <laughs> uh, Atlas Shrugged, Part 1, The Good Wife, mm-hmm. or, uh, um, Huge, Make It or Break It, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. See, in the case of ADR with you, greed is not a good, bad thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a, well, yeah, it's and a Gordon I, Gecko I, joke. <laughs> Uh, again, Gilmore Girls, uh, you've actually composed for uh, shows like Seven Minutes in Heaven. You've actually, you're actually credited on a soundtrack. You, uh, beside her with When I Think of You, you actually performed it and you wrote for it. It's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm, that's what I mean. I feel like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I wasn't the girl who was in all the talent shows growing up and I don't have a music degree and somehow uh, I had enough I guess, raw talent and the right people to help me out that I actually get to do this for a living. I just, I, it's crazy beautiful. I'm 
if, if somebody told eight-year-old Mella that you could do anime and animation and movies and film and compose for a living, I mean, what a great job. Seriously. That's why I am I am so excited to be taking my first steps into this voice acting business. And I Ooh, just, congratulations. Well, I, I haven't exactly officially started yet. I've been you I've been listening to some of my friends who are getting into it as well. I've mm-hmm. actually got a, I've actually got one friend. Uh, she's actually doing some stuff for um for she's actually voicing for some shows that are on two ninety right now. And too many Christmas. She's no older than I am, and she's already voice acting. I'm I must be. Now, because originally my my degree is in in electronic media, and I specialize in radio, mm-hmm. but I, I really want to try this because the radio industry is kind of hurting right now. And you know, if I got nothing better to do, then might as well try my hand at voice acting. And I've I've just I have just been so nervous with getting started. I, I I'm pretty sure that you were probably nervous as well when you first started. So I've just I'm trying to yeah. you know, figure out the best way to tackle this. And it just, it I remember like... Karen in her interview talking about being nervous up until recently, and it's true. It, it's I I don't really get as much stage fright in music as I would in voiceover. I'm you're on a for anime it's actually much more intimate than us, but for movies you're on a sound stage with a huge movie theater screen, and then it's kind of like in the movies where they have the the music stand with your notes on it and a light. And you're in the middle of that room, and everyone's behind you. And they they do the three beats, you know, beep, beep, beep. And on the imaginary fourth beat, you start your line to, to picture. And it's nerve-wracking. You're literally just shaking. And um, Karen and I laughed that just recently we stopped being so nervous because you're so excited to get the job and so grateful, and you want it to be good. And um, so I think nerves are, are, are totally natural, but clearly it doesn't prevent you from working. So Yes. You know, if you truly love something, then you'll pursue it no matter how scary or nerve-rattling it is. And you also love improbable. doing what you do the best. It's so improbable that anybody would be in the voiceover industry. And I'm glad that as a banker and someone who loves math, I never looked at the numbers first. I just fell into it and loved it. Um, numbers don't matter in, in that case. Um, sure, it's a one chance in a million sometimes, but somebody has to be the one, and there are literally millions of people on the planet. So why not be the other one? Yeah. Mella Lee, voice actress, musician, all-around badass, member of FDIC. <laughs> oh, banker joke. <laughs> I want to uh, quote you on that one. All right. That'll be the tag you, on my you website. Are, you, are, no, no, you are more than welcome to put that on there. <laughs> and then they'll go, how'd she get the, the FDIC in there? I'm like, well, guilty as charged. But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and open up to some listener questions because we've got a couple of them. And if you guys want oh, to talk to – Yes, we, 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 we have to. Wait, what? What? Wait, I'm sorry, what would you say? Oh, I, I just said that would be great. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I thought I was, uh, I was hearing Shinko for a minute. I was like, I'm going crazy. Okay. Anyway, back up. Uh, anyway, back to sanity land. Anyway, our first question is from Vu Manchu. How do you feel about the Fate franchise and Type Moon in general? Also, can you tell her that Rin Tokasaka is best girl? Okay, I'll tell her. Rin Tokasaka, um, you are best girl. Rin Tokasaka is the best girl. I loved Rin. I went to a Catholic girls' school and wore a black skirt and red sweater. Uh, with a knee-high sock, so when I walked in that room, I thought, oh, my gosh, that's my outfit. I loved her. She was smart and precocious and 
you know, well-meaning and badass. And who doesn't want to be that? Ultimately, oh, you can't like tell by the way I wear my skirt that some punk boy is going to get hurt. I got a red sweater and it's going to be good because I'm going to get some blood in the neighborhood. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I loved the Fate series and it was so exciting to get to return to the Fate Zero um, installment and... and, and uh, return to that character in the prequel. Um, it, I never dreamed that I would get to do voiceover, but the joy of getting to do a character long-term or over several years, uh, it's neat to see how I've grown since I started in the business, too. Yeah, well, just, just again, you, you see the, the recent outpouring of new blood into the voice acting industry, and, you know, you see these kids, and you go, and you go, wow, this is the new generation that's going to, you know, going to eventually replace me. It's just, well, they're not. I don't think they're going to replace you just that quickly, Mella. I just, well, I might not always get to play teenagers. I might eventually get to play the mom. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know a role. I, and as much as I like Shinku, I'm, I'm still taking. I'm still taking back the fact that you were a mystique in the uh, redubbing for the classic X Men arcade game. Oh, how fun was that, right? And you could you say that infamous line that everyone has come to know with that game? No, I can't. It's copyrighted. Oh, oh, you go! <laughs> oh, I oh, see. That's that's right. I you don't want to say it, and I can repeat what you say. You well, didn't for, sign an agreement. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, um, for those who don't know, who, who've never played the X Men game, it, there was a 1992 cabinet game, uh, and it, it was one of those classic games that you couldn't really emulate on a console system. And it was just, it was panoramic screen. You had eight players you could play as. And uh, one of the most infamous lines from that game is when Magneto, who in the redub is played by my buddy Kyle Hebert, mm-hmm. he goes, X-Men, welcome to die. And everyone's like, welcome to die? It's like... <laughs> I'm, it's like, like what, what, does that, what does that even mean? Welcome to die. You're like, welcome to die. Yes, and then and, uh, and then you had um and then you had I am Magneto, master of magnet. What what what, what <laughs> you mean you mean magnets? It's, it's like a it's like a it's like a he should have been I am Magneto, master of pronouns. <laughs> Come on, use your you you use the S. You're welcome. Yeah, and that's still one of the, you know, and even in the, even in the, the redub, they kept welcome to die because that was just. Yep, the we wanted w- to be as close to the original as possible. It was the most WTF moment. I but you played Kitty Pride, Emma Frost, Mystique. Mm-hmm. You know, you played essentially the three only women in that game. It was very exciting. I remember going, which one did I get? And they said all of them. I said, oh, and then it turned out Kyle did all of the men as well. So we're in Wikipedia together side by side for all eternity, or at least as and, long as the Internet lasts. Well, and on BehindTheVoiceActors.com as well, under the X-Men one as well. So <laughs> I, 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 can, I can only picture Kyle going, no one can stop the blob. He was amazing. And ironically, I didn't know that it was Kyle that had necessarily done it. We were in um, Sydney. At, at a, con- a convention, and we were doing a Q and A, and I, we, you're kind of a little bit jet lagged, and 
pulled in a lot of directions when you fly all over the world for a convention. And we landed in Sydney, and I was, it turned out I, I had the flu a couple of days later and couldn't talk for a week, so I was a little dizzy at this point. And somebody said, what is it like working with Kyla Bear? You know, I've seen that you guys have done so much together, and I remembered at the moment there was like 12 people on the stage, and I thought, which one's Kyle? Because we had just met for the first time. A lot of times we will do shows together, but not actually ever meet one another unless we're doing a convention for the fans. And then Kyle, he must have seen that look in my eye, and he said, we loved working on X-Men together. And I was like, oh, my God, we did X-Men together? <laughs> That's you? So I had a fangirl moment on stage in front of a bunch of fans. But he is the real deal, Kyle Bear. Just I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you. He is, he is the total package in voice acting, and I don't think he, is. he gets enough credit for, for what he does. I mean, he does a lot of, of awesome stuff. Of course, I don't think anything's going to be better than next time on Dragon Ball Z. Right. I mean, well, I mean that let's, voice right let's, there. Let's spend four seconds right now all about Kyle, just so that if he ever listens to it. Kyle, we are giving you four seconds of this just to admire your amazing talent. For all those people that have missed it, here's your four seconds. Yeah. Well, well do, 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 do you okay, think we should done. do what? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, do you think we should do one for Karen, too, because we've been talking about Karen a lot, too? Absolutely, guys. Karen Strasman, a moment of not silence. Karen, you're awesome. Yep. See, and I don't know about you, Dennis, but high school was not the most fun for me. And now I get to go to work with some of the most awesome people on the planet, and I feel like this is what I thought high school would be like. With these kind of friends who are super funny and super talented, and I wouldn't change it for the world. But I wish I could go back and, and tell high school Mella it does get a lot better. Well, I don't know. High school Dennis was pretty awesome. Well, high school Denny was pretty awesome, except for that time. <laughs> except for that time during the uh, during the winter pep rally of my sophomore year. Oh, I was doing the chicken dance with my assistant principal, and I won the contest. And when I went to take a bow, I, went, I fell to my knees and started bowing, and I kind of mooned my entire sophomore class. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Those are the days. Yeah. So aside from that, it was pretty sweet. Oh, I just, I'm so glad. See, maybe that's why I get to be a voiceover artist before you. I needed to redeem my time. Oh, oh, oh now, and now, 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 now there's plenty of room for you. Come join Come join. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I, I don't know if I'd be a good voice actor. I'm just, uh, I'm just a crazy guy who likes to, you know. I think just... you'd be good at anything you work hard at. Yeah. I think it's like well, they've done that equation, Dennis. Haven't you? Look at all the time you've spent. You love the art form. That's the start, right? And oh, now yeah, you're going to work yeah. on the art. Yes, I, I, I want to. It's just, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not making any money off my uh, internet stock, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many how many uh, dozen people we're going to broadcast to with this, but <laughs> joke. No, well, no. I make very much money in anime the first five or six years. Um, I was just excited to do it, but definitely couldn't make a living on it. But you know, ten years in, now I'm making a living. It just took a minute. It's like any other investment; it just takes a second. And you're investing right now. I totally believe in you. 
Thank you, Mella. I, I, I do appreciate it. And I got, got, I got people like you and Karen to, to help me out, and I, I do appreciate that. But, you know, enough about me. You know, let's talk about the, to like these, other, these other ham and eggers that they want to be voice actors too. Do you have any advice uh-huh. for uh, those that want to pursue a career in acting or voice acting? I do. Right now, voice acting is really the term. It used to be the uh, voiceover artist or just in voiceover. But right now with games, and, and, and virtual reality theater, that, I think that's where our medium is going. And you need to be able to actually act. Gone are the days of, you know, the five villain voices. What they're looking for now, with, look at all the millions of channels we have on YouTube and the Internet. Those are all going to be also game channels and experiences. And they need human beings, real quirks and, and, and things that make you uniquely you. As a, as a girl or a guy, um, find out if, if you naturally have a younger voice or a hero voice, but then be you and act in that, in that role um, because that's what engages people when they're listening to your voice on a game or, or in an animated series. More and more, because I think we're separate from each other because we're on computers all the time, those computers have to become filled with the people we used to hang out with. Now that we're inside, so I've got to hear Dennis's voice or, 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 you know, Jeanette's voice or whoever it is out there. There's a tendency if people love voiceover to be able to spend lots of time mimicking and trying to be someone else. And you should spend time honing the characters that are super personal to you, that are in your own life, your favorite teacher, you, you know, your brother, your best friend, that, that guy at the grocery store is a little bit off. Those are the things that you can characterize that no one else could do like you. Because they're personal. And start to create your cachet of characters that are uniquely yours. And I think if you're a Kyla there and you are an amazing mimic, go ahead and put that in a separate bag. Um, but one of the things that makes Kyle so good is he's an actor. He's in it. He, he, he loves the moment. He's utterly an eight-year-old boy the, the time of his life, every time he does a show. And my advice to young people that are, you know, young, if, they could be 57, but young in the voiceover industry, is remember to be yourself and to be in that moment and to not do it 5% of the way, but 105% of the way. Be in that world and be sold out for it. And that's where the acting comes in. Nobody likes to watch bad acting. We certainly don't like to listen to it. And I, I think your enthusiasm, like how you are on the show, is so uniquely you, Dennis. It's amazing. And when I've worked with Tony Oliver, um, he does, uh, he's a director and voice actor, Tony, that, that does a voice acting workshop. And we're so amazed sometimes. Someone who has had no experience will walk in at a convention and read a line and everyone just stops because they're so in the role and actually themselves instead of trying to be something else. And it's just brilliant. And then next thing I know, they're in a show with me. And I'm like, oh, I just saw you at the anime you know, convention uh, in Los Angeles, you know, Anime Expo, and, and so glad that you're in the industry. So that's what I have to say. Be yourself. Actually learn how to act. Um, find your own characters that you can bring um, to the table, and I'll see you guys in a few years. 
A few years. Seeing this. Oh, 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 a few years because of the. Okay, okay. I thought you were like going into seclusion for a while. Like, what? what? No, what? I'll what? see you guys at you know at some convention in a few years. <laughs> okay. Because that's okay. where we'll actually see each other, not in the booth anyway. I hope to see you one day in a booth. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. But um, anyway, uh, speaking of conventions, are there any con- uh, convention appearances you're going to be making in the near future that we can? Possibly promote? Oh, gosh, I wish. I do wish I was, but um, I'm having to spend 2014 concentrating on the music and getting the album out. Um, we can't talk about it exactly, but we've got a new manager and a new PR firm, and um, 2014 will be a music year. Um, oh, you got you got I might get to go to some conventions in the fall. You got a new manager, too? Huh, that's cool. It's I just very I've got, got, got a new manager myself. For the, oh, awesome. for the show, my show, my show manager. Not it's a quote quote manager. It's 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 poison from Street Fighter. It's a it's a, it's, it's going to be a running gag on this show. <laughs> Karen, Karen did an intro versus Poison, and it was just so freaking awesome. So we're, yeah, we're kind of a character show now. Yeah. Heaven help us. <laughs> okay, well, Mella, before we go, are there any other questions, Dennis? Oh, uh, well, let's take a look here, and no one is. Hitting us up on the twiddly diddly dee. Okay. That's kind of a buzzkill. Um, we've got one more from Nico Yuki Hime. And um, they want to know who does Mela think is more suitable for Yuki from Vampire Cross or Vampire Knight? I guess boy wise. Oh, more suitable probably boys. Well, I think I have problems with both of them. I adore that I would have grown up with zero. But ultimately, Zero doesn't like himself because he has hatred for others and he turns into that thing that he hates the most. One of the beautiful things about Yuki is that she has love for both vampires and humans. So when she goes through a change, she doesn't hate herself for being one or the other. And although Kaname isn't the most awesome romantic choice, at least he loves who he is and he understands who he is. And, and as much as I, I would ultimately wish that Yuki and Zero would be together, you can't have a successful relationship with someone that doesn't love themselves. And so I think that's just going to be a heartbreak in a series that continues that if only he could find acceptance of himself, she could love him too. So I guess you'd be a Yukiname shipper? Uh, I hate to choose, which is a girl's prerogative. I think the practical choice is Kaname, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. And um, we all know that Yuki's not the most practical girl. Well, in anime, Mela, who is? <laughs> I mean, again, back to the list of characters. You play, you play a girl with a gun. You play a bratty doll. You play a girl with a freaking hatchet. You play, you play Welcome to Die. You play uh, again the. You play Rin. You know, oh, you can't tell by the way I wear my skirt. You know, some bad mm-hmm. boy is going to get her. Because <laughs> I record that as a song now. I win. Yes, you win. You win the internet and the animes. And I can't <laughs> wait to see what Maya is going to be like. Heaven help us! It's going to be another. But anyway, we um okay. We're about to come to the end of our awesome show so we've been putting it off for all this episode i think people want to see a little shinku mm-hmm. well she was in the other room she was a little upset dennis oh, apparently oh, hang on hang on let me let me go talk to her hang on hang on okay okay
Where is she? Where is she? Shinku! Shinku, where are you? Oh, honestly, Dennis, I'm exactly where you left me. Just left me here. I've been sitting here for 45 minutes waiting for you with this horrid tea. You call it tea? It doesn't even qualify as a letter T. It qualifies as a letter blech. Honestly. Shinku, I went to... What? I went to five different stores to get you. Do you know how much that tea cost me? That cost me nearly $100. Are you I'm not whining. I'm just stating the obvious. I spent all this money to make sure you had everything. I got you your tea. I got you your little cakes. I got you those coon coon freaking cozies that you wanted. I went out and of my way to make sure you. Yes, but you see, you're complaining. I see. I don't. I don't even know how 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 that kid puts up with you. You are infuriating. Are you raising your voice at me, Dennis? I'm a guest. It's not very nice to treat a guest like that. Yeah, well, it's also not traditional to treat the host like a freaking doormat. Now, I have bent backwards because of you. So here is what How you're going to do. I'll tell you what you can do to make it up to me, Barbie. You're going to lift this curse that Sui Ginto put on me. Oh, dear. What, oh. what, what do you mean, oh, dear? Yes. Dennis, what? I think she pulled a little bit of a trick on you. Oh no! Oh no! 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 You don't! Get, you don't get this chick. She left feathers all over my studio. There, everywhere I go, glass shatters, and not in the good way. Signaling Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am talking. I can't go within five feet of any mirror without it shattering in front of me. Now she did something to me, and I thought you, as one of these Rosen dolls, might be able to help me out. Now, I've been very nice to you, and I'm asking you, please lift this curse. Close your eyes, honestly. Pretend you're sleeping. Uh, And dream, if you would. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I don't know. It, it, what, what is all this supposed to be doing? I, I have no idea. Well, in the dream world, I can help you. But the dream world. But uh, all right. Uh, well, if, if we're gonna do this, hang on. I gotta go. Let me go talk to to to, to Mella and make sure that we 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 at least send her off on a good note before this before we do this. So hang on. Wait wait right here. I will be right back. Oh, honestly. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, apparently this is going to take a little longer than I thought. So, uh, Mello, I guess we're going to have Dennis, to Dennis, somebody today. just tweeted that you were going to go to sleep with Shinko. What, what's going on? Wait, 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 whoa, what? I thought you didn't even like dolls. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, it, it's, it's not what that? you think, Mel. It's not what you think. Huh. It's not what yeah, you think. you are going to sleep with Shinko. She wasn't going to lift the curse, was she? Oh, um, I think maybe she was. Oh, boy. Well, I think, I think I've got myself into a, a pot of hot water now. So, uh, <sighs> oh, this is going to cost me my sanity. 
<laughs> Bell Dandy, if you're listening, please come back. I need your help. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let's go ahead and, and, and wrap this up so I can try to get this cursed out of me. Uh, Mella, thank you so much for joining us on the program. I, it's truly a huge honor, and hopefully we can have you back on to promote anything else going on with Magnolia Memoir. That would be great. Thanks, Dennis. And I so, guys. Do you happen to have any tea? Uh, no, I, I don't drink that crap. Oh, okay. Well, uh, oh, wait, uh, uh, but I'll, oh, she's looking at me. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll get some tea, but anyway, um, I got to go help out the guests around here. So, guys, uh, check out Melalee on Twitter at Melamuse. You can also check out her website, Melalee.com. And, guys, buy the awesome show she is in. They're now available on Amazon for incredibly reasonable prices. Uh, we will see you down the road. Until next time, this is the Dennis Daniels Show saying we'll see you all as we celebrate five years of the Dennis Daniels Show. Good night. <laughs>